Hi, welcome to the Macworld Podcast. I'm Leif Johnson, standing in for Roman Loyola, who is out right now. And over here on remote, we have uh, Michael Simon out on the East Coast. And because this is such a tradition here, we have the most important man in the room. That's Dan Masaoka. Good and morning. Uh, Leif's very excited to be hosting <laughs> today. Yeah, it's like... That's right. And uh, uh, he is the we, most important we, man in the room. We got all that, but what episode number is it? Well, if that, yeah, it is episode 629 under Money okay. Authority. Uh, so, no, it's, uh, I was good. But yes, episode three, 329. We're going to be talking about, you know, we we got the review units, uh, some of them. We got the iPhone XR. Uh, we've done the, um, the Mac Mini. We've got the MacBook Air. And today, hopefully, we're getting the iPad Pro. Sorry, it's going to take a while, but I'll be reviewing that. But, uh, and we're also going to talk about Apple stock prices and stuff like that. And, you know, what's going up with these price increases. So it, it should be really interesting. We got a lot of we got a lot of stuff to cover, and we got fewer people to talk about it with. But once again, most important man in the room, you have Dan Masaoka. He will be taking, that's me again. <laughs> that's right. He'll be taking your questions. Uh, you know, both from Twitter and YouTube. How come I don't get introduced twice? <laughs> and uh, well, you know, it was, uh, I, I, didn't, I didn't know if I finished introducing him before. So yes, because he is the most important man in the room, and so gotta. Make sure we get that out of the way. So to kick off here, uh, before we talk about you know Apple's own stuff and everything, just want to remind you that we have a giveaway right now. We are partnering with Razer, and uh, we are excuse me, we're teaming up with Razer, and we're giving away a uh, Razer Core X eGPU. This you know is something that you can plug like into this 13-inch MacBook Pro and make it into a totally awesome gaming machine. It's it'll be okay actually, but uh, uh, currently the car that we have in there uh, you will also be getting a card with it that is a sapphire pulse radeon uh, rx 580 and you'll also be getting a bluetooth mouse from razor that's all in this one package that's about a, like a 700 deal nice thing about this as you can see in some of my previous eGPU coverage you can also stick like a vega in there already on vega and then you'll be really seeing some power with that sadly as you can see in some of my previous coverage it mainly you know kind of like affects games and stuff if you try to go into video it's a little bit rougher uh, some of it still isn't supported so that that's kind of sad but you know if you're looking for a group boost in your graphics performance this will really do it and you can get it for free this is nice and it is actually one of my favorite eGPUs for the Mac so I'm yeah, actually happy yeah. to see that especially the, now that nothing has a discrete GPU I for was Apple just say that. Anymore, right <laughs> <laughs> so, by the way, we have that contest ends on Monday at 11.59 p.m. Pacific. So just hop on that. You can get additional chances to win by, you know, subscribing to some of our other stuff. And good chance if you're watching this, you're already subscribed. So there are other ways to do it, too. But uh, anyway, um, so Mike here has been, you know, playing around with the iPhone XR. He was really in love with this thing coming up, you know, as we were approaching the iPhone XR's release because all the rest of us got iPhone uh, 10X and iPhone 10X Max. But he was really looking I forward just, to I this. I just wanted to be different. Yeah, and I'll just say right off the bat that there's a comment from Cherry Berry on Twitter that says, saw the three suggestions to improve the XR on YouTube and would absolutely agree. Yes, and uh, awesome. And uh, so, what are those? <laughs> yeah, so I wrote I wrote two two things. I wrote a full ten um, R review, which I really I it, it's a great phone. Mm -hmm. I I am used to Android, so it took some getting used to Apple again. Mm -hmm. But um, listen, for the price, it's a fantastic phone. It's not the ten S. It's not cutting edge like those phones, and it doesn't have an OLED screen. Mm -hmm. it doesn't have a dual camera. 
But what Apple did here is they really kind of looked at um, those premium products. They said, all right, how can we make a $1,000 phone in a $750 phone body? And the corners they cut aren't really corners being cut. The LCD screen is fantastic. The single camera does more work than ever because you can do portrait mode. They're, they're using computational photography more than ever. So you're not really downgrading. You're just getting uh, a cheaper phone that, you know, looks, works, and, you know, really kind of runs like the uh, iPhone X. It's a, it's a great phone. I say it's Apple's best when I know that's going to get under people's skin because it's <laughs> not technically. You know, I mean, obviously the XS has better everything screen, you yeah. know, the OLED versus LCD, the camera versus dual versus single. Mm-hmm. But for that price point, the storage, you know, what they did to, to, to create this phone is just fantastic. So leading up to this, you know, leading up to yeah. the release, when we had the announcement, you you were seemed pretty convinced that this was going to turn out to be the best-selling phone that Apple releases this year. Do you yeah. still think that? Absolutely. There's, there's no question. I Honestly, mm-hmm. I think that people are going to go in the Apple store and say, I want I want a 10s and walk out with a 10R. It's, it's that good. You, th- you know, you're... Yeah. Well, I was just going to say, because I feel like there were some rumors that they weren't selling as many or demand wasn't as many. You know, do you find any truth to that? And I'm also curious, Leif, you were also on the side that you think that you thought that they would sell tons of these as well. I'm still on the side. I think people who buy Apple products tend to buy the higher end stuff. Mm -hmm. And I still think the 10s models will sell more. Mm -hmm. But could be wrong still. One of the, you know, I have this real idealistic view and stuff. You know, we'll we'll talk about this later in the in the podcast. But uh, you know, Apple's prices just keep going up. And you were talking about. I, I think that's one reason. You know, I know some friends, and that's the main reason that they've gone to Android devices. They personally think mm-hmm. the Apple products are better. But and listen, there are plenty of thousand dollar Android phones. Yes, you know, exactly. You, but there just, are there's, more there's Android more phones. Yes, exactly. That are available on that lower end. It's yeah. getting harder and harder to do that with uh, Apple. And I and I like to see this phone because it's kind of like a gesture of goodwill it's showing here we will give you a modern phone as opposed to you right. know forcing you to you know stick with an older model if you want to save a few bucks and you know it's basically the same phone just has doesn't have as cool of a screen you know it doesn't have that telephoto lens and uh i think considering you know some of the criticism leveled at apple recently that's pretty impressive it's i agree yes you know it is true that as me being me but of course i work for Macworld. you know i really did want to get the oled screen on the iphone 10x uh, 10X. and if you're comparing them side by side there is an obvious difference i was going to ask that if you can tell it yeah. You you have to, but you have like on a day to day, like one side wasn't holding it up to the 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 ten or the um the the Note nine or whatever all that phone I had I'm lying around. Mm-hmm. It's you know your your eyes don't see you know it's still retina, so you don't see the pixels. Uh-huh. The color is really good. The curved corners make a huge difference. It's a, it's a small thing, mm-hmm. but you know versus the square edges on the iPhone eight and earlier. You know, this really feels like a modern screen. It's it's bright, it's crisp, it's it's you know the the, the colors are, are super accurate. You don't get those deep blacks that you get with an OLED. The, the 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 colors pop more on the OLED screens. That's just a fact of life. No matter what Apple does to LCD, they're not going to get it as good. But it's not a subpar screen, particularly for a 720p screen. It's it's very impressive. I think I remember one of us saying, you know, that if you haven't experienced an, uh, an OLED screen yet, especially on an Apple device, you're probably still really super going to yes. be impressed by that display. 
Absolutely. And even even if you have experienced OLED, as long as you're not using them together, mm-hmm. you know, it's your, your your eyes aren't going to say, oh, this is ugly. It's a it's a it's a really nice screen. The nice thing about that display, too, is, you know, it doesn't you know, there's the power, you know, c- comparison and, you know, the smaller screen, especially compared to the 10s Max. But I hear that you've been getting a lot of good battery performance out of that. So. Yeah, the battery is just just it blows me away. <laughs> you know, it's um, I was getting seven, eight you know, in some days, nine hours of screen on time, which is just bonkers. I mean, it's nuts. I, I use, I push, you know, my beat is mobile. So I use these things all day long. I'm constantly have my phone on. I'm constantly using them more than most people would mm-hmm. at the end of a day, using this phone as my daily driver that includes streaming and, and maps and, and everything else that you, you could possibly want to do with it. I never had to plug it in before I was ready to go to sleep. Nice. That's not the case of any other phone except for the uh, Galaxy Note 9, which has a 4,000 milliamp hour battery and is, you know, monstrous. This, I mean, for a 6.1 inch phone with a with a uh, 2,900 milliamp hour battery, it's just it's amazing what Apple has been able to do to optimize this phone to get, you know, 12, 15, 20 hours of um of battery life. It's crazy. Do you know how it compares to the the 10s Max? Because yeah, I mean, based on just simple benchmarks, it's it's about I think it was about um, forty five minutes to an hour longer nice. than the than the max. But you know, the, the benchmarks are benchmarks. Right. You know, real world testing mm-hmm. is 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 where it's at. And I've tested these phones all year long. You know, all that's that's my job. Mm-hmm. And you know, Android has three thousand, thirty five hundred, four thousand, forty two hundred uh, milliamp hour batteries, and this one can hang with all of those, even though it's 2,900. It's just, it's, it's, it's fantastic. And I wish Apple would put a 3,800 milliamp hour battery in one of these things just to make it last like a week. Yes. <laughs> because, you know, if they put 30% more battery, battery size in there, it's, I mean, what they could do with it is crazy. Yes. I, would you rather have that or a replaceable, not that the Apple would ever do that, but a replaceable <laughs> battery? Because, I mean, I feel yeah. like... Have you come across a modern flagship phone that in the first, you know, few months is doesn't have enough juice to go, you know, pretty much your whole day? No. I mean, some of them I'll have to plug it in at eight o'clock for yeah, but, twenty minutes to get a little bit more. So nothing's been a problem mm-hmm. when they're new, you know. So I feel like it's really the issue is, you know, a year or two years down the line. Yeah, over time, yep. I felt like when I got my 7 Plus, I still, just to be on the safe side, needed to carry a battery pack. I mean, you know, a power bank. I don't really feel that with my, my 10X Max, and I, I was surprised by that. And, you know, I, I do spend a lot of time looking at my phone. I listen to a lot of music. I listen, you know, and but I haven't had that. You know, it's but at the end of the day, it's still got, like, half yep. power on it. And well, I, I don't quite have that, but I was I was comfortably in, like, 15 to 20% okay. by, the, by the end of the day. And just and it's, yep. You know, uh, sorry, just and just to jump kind of onto the the article you wrote about the three features. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Prizzy Bilak, I'm probably killing that name on you on YouTube. <laughs> uh, is, at, is saying, is there any chance for full 3D touch by long pressing? Um, yeah, I mean, they. It seems as though that's something that they could add. I mean, it wouldn't be 3D touch. It's not. It's not the same mechanism. Yeah. Well, it's but qu- they have, quotation marks. I'm surprised there's yeah. someone that actually likes 3D touch. Well, here, here's the thing about 3D touch. It yeah. it was it, it wasn't utilized in the right way, but it's a cool mechanism. Uh-huh. And the the things that Apple so they have this thing called haptic touch now, which yeah. 
which uses their haptic engine, which has always been the best in the business as far as not being too vibration-y, but, but just enough. And it, you know, it really works with the system. It, it's, it's all synced properly. I'm, I'm a big fan of Apple's haptics. So what they're doing is that you can see it in a couple of areas on the lock screen in the control center. You can, you can you know, tap to open it, or you can press a little bit harder to you know, do another function, like turn on a flashlight or, or, or um, turn on true tone in the, in the volume and the uh, brightness settings. And, you know, it's not as deep as the 3D touch. It's, it's a different type of feel. But um, it's, it's only on a couple of things. And what I'd really like to see is, is Apple added to, to the app icons, like 3D touch head, where you press it and you got, you know, a list of your recent contacts or whatever it was that the, that the developer or Apple built into it. Android phones have this. They don't really have that 3D touch mechanism, but they do have what's called app shortcuts. Mm -hmm. And I think that's probably going to be an iOS 12.3 or an iOS 13 feature because it, it can be done. First of all, that 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 home screen wiggle nonsense, like just get rid of it already. Like what are we doing with that still in 2018? It's the stupidest thing. Why do I have to delete every single app but I want to just delete one? Yeah. You know, yeah. like that's that's crazy. So ha make a system where I can hold on an app and put the option to delete it in a menu that pops up. Like it's, it's, it seems to me like it would be very simple to implicate. I'll, I'll say because they implement, not yes. implicate. Sorry. I think it's probably more to do with this, like less about deleting than about sorting why they do it all. Because, because you're forced into such a rigid system mm -hmm. that I think it's like just to move one thing, it's like, okay, now I'm moving half my icons around to get it back to where I, I liked it. The main thing I mean, that matters to me is moving them to different screens. You know, it's not Yes, so that's the, yeah. the, the whole system is very inelegant, and I wish they would just give me an app drawer, get rid of it, make it, um, you know, unlimited scrolling, whichever way you want to do it, left, right, up, down, I don't care. Mm -hmm. Get rid of these home screens, please. Yeah. I, would, I would also say, because my last uh, iPhone was the 5S, mm -hmm. which I was on for so long, that like now that I have 3D touch, uh -huh. I I I like it. I'm just I don't know when it's when I can use it, and I think that's the issue. That's a good point. But when that's, I, me too. that's exactly right. But yeah. when I do use, it, I'm like, oh, that's actually kind of cool. Mm -hmm. But yeah. it's not gonna. It doesn't come naturally for me to think about it like that. So I don't yeah, know. that's be yeah. that's because Apple never really developed a, like a like a uniform system. Like some icons work, some don't. Some have cool features, some have useless features. Like they never, and they don't really tell you. They never really sold it as here's 3D touch, and these are the things that it can do. Like Siri, like when you turn on Siri, it says here are some of the things I can do. Yeah, they don't really tell you that with 3D touches. You're you're kind of on your own to figure out what it does, when it does it, and and why you should do it. I mean, most people don't know about the um, you know, you can turn your keyboard into a trackpad yeah. using 3D. To most people don't know that, although that uh, that does exist on the 10R as well. You can uh, hold the spacebar and it does the same thing. Nice. Do you think it's because they've had so many models, and since it's not kind of un universal, they can't just be like, "Oh, everyone, this is you know." This I mean, is, maybe I don't know, but possibly. I mean, I just think it's more of Apple does a lot of things because they can i think mm -hmm. and then they kind of lose focus on you know what the point of it was and then five years down the line they just do away with it so i just think it was one of those things that it was cool they could do it they did it and then they never really kind of developed it into a like a, like, like a bona fide mm. shortcut system i think the same thing's going to happen with siri shortcuts if you ask me but yeah that's a whole that's a whole nother topic
Yeah, that, that, that's cool. But, you know, I, you know, even I wrote that article, you know, it's pretty popular on, you know, the best series shortcuts and stuff. I haven't really used any of those. Yeah. And uh, I don't even I, I have to go. I haven't even really I downloaded it because I had to. But, yeah, I haven't opened it since the first time I did it. It's, I don't use Siri, so. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it, it's just kind of a, you know there, there are a lot of stuff where you know you wouldn't even use the voice. It's just it is literally just a shortcut, and so there's some cool things that take some steps out and everything. One thing yeah. I was interested by, you said that there was no uh, you know first party case for the iPhone 10R, yeah. and you know so you, you know not only, to me I don't know something about a lower cost phone. Maybe I'm being I don't know some some classes or something like. But it's almost like you're going to you know have a bigger chance of breaking it because you know you're kind of looking at it more of a rough and tumble device. I mean I don't think so. I don't okay. think it's a rough and I don't, I don't think it's a low end. I don't I think anyone who buys it is going to treat it just as well as they treat a, a 10s. But you know the the Apple selling it in five or six or however many colors. Uh-huh. I mean, if you're going to buy a blue one or a red one or a yellow one, you're going to want to show off that color, I would think. Yeah. I mean, I, I have the the blue one, mm-hmm. and I've been using it without a case now for a couple of weeks. I do not baby anything I have. But you never use a I case. I throw it around. I, I don't use a case at all. Either way. And I, so. I throw it in my pocket. I have keys in there. I have I have other phones in there. I throw it in my cup holder, and it looks just as good as it did on the first day I got it. So the, the glass is very durable. It's... um. It, uh, I don't even have any, really any micro scratches. I have a couple on the aluminum, very small, very unnoticeable. You have to really kind of shine it in a light to see it. Mm-hmm. So I think Apple just said, you know what? We're going to build a durable phone that people are going to want to use without a case. Nice. Maybe they'll come out with a clear one down the line. That's the only thing that I could see happening. So do you? So wait. So do you care that there's actually or not? existing a first party case I've, no I, I i don't care i just yeah. mentioned it in the sense that i think it's i think people are going to use it without a case i think that uh, I, okay I, 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 think, see, I thought that was yeah and that, that, it's just because i i'll be honest with you i had a case on my 5c so that gives you an idea of how well yeah, yeah. back then they made those cases that for it they yes. had a whole they had, they had those little holes in it and they had color matching i didn't and, get that one but yeah <laughs> so, I mean, listen. If, if you if you like phones and cases, like for example, my wife, I'm going to give this phone to her in, in a week after I'm done with with one more article, uh-huh. and she's going to absolutely have a case because she likes using cases. If you like using cases, there's nothing wrong with having one. I don't I just, like. Losing I, one I think if, if you're on the fence <laughs> and you're buying one because you're afraid of breaking it, I think maybe people will say, you know, what? I'm going to try it for a couple of months and see if I if I need one. Yeah. Coral Reef on YouTube says you got to try your hardest to break it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, I wish we had that button. Listen, I I paid for this one. I'm not breaking it. See, that's a that's a thing. You know, here at Macro, we we often have to pay for our stuff. So we're as invested in this as you are. That, so. That's also why we don't buy first party cases. Right. Uh. Exactly. So uh, yeah. So yeah. That, that's one thing to keep in mind. So so just just to circle back quick to that other yeah. article that I wrote alongside the review. Yeah. So the the, the first thing uh, that we we talked about already was the um, 3D touch mm-hmm. and i would like to see apple add app shortcuts i'd also like to see apple add an ambient display an always on display which drives me out of out of my mind that they don't have this yet what that is is i can show you here this is this is the pixel so that is always on mm-hmm. yeah it's against a black screen it shows the time it shows notifications and a couple of other things if you can customize it apple wouldn't allow that it would be time and icons to show you if you have a notification coming in as it stands, unless you have Do Not Disturb on, 
when you get a notification, the whole damn screen lights up yeah. in the middle of the night, wherever you are, it doesn't matter. And it's, it's insane. So I want an always an, an ambient display on all of the iPhones, but you know, particularly the one, cause I used it. Mm-hmm. I think it would go a long way toward making it feel more like a modern phone. It would, it would kind of trim that, that uh, gap between Android and Apple with the uh, customization and it would make people really happy. But as so, far as, as the always on screen goes, I feel like that kind of came about a couple of years ago with like Samsung yep. and LG because they were going OLED. Like yep. is how much of that has well, to do with that technology difference? It's it's I mean it, it it helps because you can turn off all those pixels, but you you can do it you can just do ambient where you you need to raise it to see it. Mm. Like it doesn't have to be always on. And there are plenty of LCD mm. Android phones that do always on. They just make it very 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 dim. So the um, you can see the time, but it's not as bright as an OLED. But it's 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 fine. You know, it still works. It's still there, and the battery drain is nominal, particularly when you're lighting up the whole damn phone to send a notification. And the third thing is uh, the camera. We didn't talk about the camera. Um, so single versus dual. The cool thing is it still does portrait mode, and it does portrait mode really well. Like I'm, I was surprised with how good it was. It. it it, I compared it against the the Note 9, which is a dual camera, one of the best you can get, and the Pixel 3, which is a single camera, but they've been doing um, some really incredible work with AI and computational photography, and Apple's really nailed it here. They um, The, the uh, blur effect, the bokeh mm-hmm. uh, mimicking is just fantastic. You can adjust it before and after the fact, also on the 10R. You don't need the dual camera to do that. And... I did. I took a bunch of pictures, all kinds of light, and it was all very impressive the way they did it. They were able to nail, you know, where the person ended, where the background began, and um, just just great. But <laughs> you can only use it with people. Yeah. So if you want to take a picture of your pet, a flower, uh, you know, whatever, like some little figurine you have in your own, you can't do it, and it, that like it drives me crazy. And I, you know, I guess they did it because it wasn't perfect. Mm-hmm. But, you know, people want to use it for that stuff. As much as they want to take a picture of their kid or their 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 wife or husband, they want to take a picture of, you know, like things. Yeah, but I feel like that has a lot more. I mean, because like so far, Apple's used the technology of having two cameras to really create the effect, right? Yeah. And I feel yeah. like this is the one case where they're applying it to phones with one lens mm-hmm. or one camera, I should say. And I wonder if like, if it's worth, in their opinion at least, the investment in like engineering resources to go down this path, because like for for you know for uh, Google the Pixel, it's like okay, it makes sense because it's just all this is the only phone they do, yeah. and they need to perfect that. But for Apple, sure. it's like you know what, eh, we should just encourage people to buy a phone <laughs> that has two lenses. I, I can't imagine anyone's gonna pay two hundred fifty dollars more for the phone just to take a picture of uh, of their dog, but maybe. <laughs> I I, could, I saw a lot of tweets to that effect actually. So. But I mean, well, th- th- that's just why it's like it's it's not gonna uh, I from the engineering resource, it's not worth them going down that path of focusing. Maybe maybe yeah maybe so maybe you're right. But anyway, to that uh, they do a, the portrait mode on the 10R is fantastic. The camera is awesome. Mm-hmm. You you lose that on the on the two X optical zoom, which is noticeable when you use when you compare it against an optical zoom. But it's you know it's it's really it's still really good. Mm-hmm. If you take a lot of zoom photos, you're going to want to probably get the 10S. But if you just take a couple here and there, and you take a lot of people portraits, the 10R will be just 
you know, you're not going to notice the difference. It's really good. And you could always buy an external lens for also uh, true. Like 50 bucks. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's uh, true. There is a question on YouTube um, asking about the bezels. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. And they specifically, you know, give it 30. It's moved from 34.5 to 35.1. This is Prizzy by like again. Um, how, what's your brutal feeling? Because I, I remember when the video came out and they announced, I was like, oh, man, yeah. that bezel looks huge. It is. It's thick. It's the thickest you're going to find on any and any phone, really, I can't. I can't think of one that has. It looks like it's from like, <laughs> I don't know, 2010. They're really, they're really thick. So that, that's the difference. Yeah. What makes what makes them them bearable uh-huh. is two things. One, the that all screen symmetrical mm. design. Uh-huh. So you don't have a chin and a forehead. It's it's just it's 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 a uniform bezel all the way around. And the second thing is those curved corners. I said it before, I'll say it again. They make a huge visual difference when you're looking at that screen. You don't have those jarring corners that create that that right angle on, on the edges. They, it, it makes a big difference. And you know what? When you, The be- bezels are a physical difference that once you use it, you don't really notice it as you're using the phone. They're, they're, you, know, you don't stare at the bezels as you're using it. It's, it's, a, it's a superficial thing. That you know, when you, you you hold it, you show to someone. Oh, they, that's the first thing they see. Once I started using it for a couple minutes, really, like I never, I didn't pay attention to them at all. It's like a laptop. You know, there, there's huge bezels, but once you start using it, you don't focus on them. You just focus on the screen. Well, I don't, I don't know. You know, with the new MacBook Air, it's really nice. I kind of, I kind of teed that up for you. Yeah, right? I was hoping for that. <laughs> yeah. So, so with the new MacBook Air, which Jason reviewed, and Jason's out with the flu, uh, it, um, so unfortunately he can't give us his own expert advice on this. But you know, they used to, the old MacBook Air used to have these big old 2010 bezels around, and it. they were still, they were silver no less. Yeah. See, that was the thing. They were silver. <laughs> they were distracting as heck. Yeah, they and, really uh, were. But no, that that's gone away. And matter of fact, the way Jason put it is basically the new macbook air is basically a 13 inch 12 inch yeah. macbook and Cheap. it's got touch id you know it's got you know got a nice screen and stuff like i gotta that. tell you man that I'm, I'm a little jealous of the touch id with the regular function bar that's that's fantastic yeah that i is. wish i wish i had this on that on this 13 inch pro i have because i the touch bar is completely useless it, it's <laughs> nice if you haven't used it before you know the touch id you know you're gonna use it for passwords and stuff yeah. i often don't notice it because i wear an apple watch and you know that automatically unlocks my phone but oh, excuse me I, automatically unlocks my Mac, but uh, you know, it's, it's nice, you know, when you're entering passwords and everything, it functions basically like it does on the phone. It's a, it's a cool feature. It's, it's, it's in the top right corner of the keyboard and it's, it's great. So, but you know, as far as the keyboard itself, you know, Apple went back to the, the old butterfly keyboard, you know, for this. And so that took away the very thing that I think a lot of people loved about the MacBook Air and why it had such a long lifespan, you know, in the product line is because it still had that old pre-butterfly yeah. keyboard. And do you think that them removing that is going to hurt the MacBook Air? Especially I, you since know, the I, I don't, I don't know. I wonder how many people bought the MacBook Air because of nostalgia. yeah. And you know, now it's it's Apple a MacBook logo. Air in name only, <laughs> essentially, in my mind. Yes. It's a it's a MacBook, as Jason says, mm-hmm. and you're not getting anything really that you aren't getting in the MacBook. It has a similar design. It has a you know USB C. Mm-hmm. It has slim bezels. It, you know, it's it's a nice computer. Mm-hmm. But what is it? What makes it a MacBook Air? Nothing. Yeah. They just took the name. 
Yeah, and it, so, it's just because it's slimmer and stuff. Then it's not slimmer than the Mac. Well, he, he pointed out that you know you can basically stick it on top of a 13-inch uh, MacBook Pro, and you would tell no difference. In fact, yeah. the MacBook Air, if I remember correctly, the display is actually slightly thicker, and I thought that was interesting. Yeah, yeah. it's very. So slight. I don't know. Um, I mean, I'm sure they'll sell them. It's a nice. It's listen. It's a really nice computer. The the processor is. Eh. Yeah. But you know, there's a there's a there's a it's a good good storage, good RAM, good design, great screen. Well, you I know. was one of the people that was hoping for a really kind of a re- a genuine low cost entry. You know, the yeah. uh, the other one started at you know nine ninety nine. This one starts. I thought it was eleven hundred at first. It's twelve hundred. Twelve hundred. Yeah, yeah. They, they they still sell that nine ninety nine one, which is just laughable. Please that, don't buy that computer. <laughs> I mean, well, but when you look at like, I mean, yes, people shouldn't buy it. But mm. when you look at it, it's like. From a CPU benchmarking speed, it's I, that's not, true. That's not that, that much slower. Yeah. Um, yeah. Real quick, that's a good, that's a good point. Uh, Raffle on uh, on Twitter is saying the MacBook Air is what the MacBook should have been. That's true. I totally buy that. Yes, and that's why I would have liked to have seen a MacBook Air that was more kind of like entry level and stuff. Yeah, a, a 999 Air, like whatever they would have had to do to get there. Yes, with this design, would have been just killer. It still would have made the MacBook relatively obsolete and completely irrelevant, which they need to fix. Mm-hmm. Those, all those computers there, those 13-inch and under computers, they need to figure out what the heck they're doing because that is just a, a nightmare for someone trying to choose between those four computers. But if they would have made a 999 Air, mm-hmm. re- replace that model that they're still selling with this new design, somehow done that, it would have been they would have sold like crazy. That's two hundred dollars makes a big difference, especially you know with all this talk about privacy and stuff, and you you have students who would be using this device. That this is something I was really looking forward to. You know, you know, bring people into the Mac ecosystem with all yep. the talk about privacy, cool apps and everything. Um, and but they're making it more and more of a prestige device. I I don't like you know to an extent it always has been, but not like this twelve hundred dollars. Yeah. I mean, well, the original Air was eighteen. That was insanity. Yes, exactly. <laughs> if you remember that, but but that was new and kitschy and Steve Jobs and everything else. I mean, that's that's <laughs> why that was eighteen. No, that that didn't take long to drop. Yes. So people are comparing and they saying it's the cheapest Air, the cheapest new MacBook Air ever. Okay, fine. Yeah. But you're still they're completely abandoning who what what became the the MacBook Air target audience is once again left out in the cold. And it just has 128 gigabytes to start off yeah. with at that price. To get a yeah. decent price, you know, you got to bump up to to 1400, yeah, for 256 gigabytes. And that's still not a lot of room. I mean, you know, you yeah. know when you look at, you know, what Windows is offering like Dell XPS 13 and stuff. That's, you know, it's it's if I were a student, you know, it would be harder for me to make this kind of decision because it was like, eh, 128 gigabytes. Yeah. Yeah. My photos take up that much now. But, uh, but yeah, it's, you know, it's basically, you know, like people said, it's been brought up to the standards of other Mac laptops. And that's, yeah, it certainly has. Yeah. And, and the same thing with the, uh, with the Mac mini. I mean, that is now 800, which is the cheapest Mac, mm-hmm. but it's $300 more than it was before. Yeah. And you know that it, it it has decent specs and it has you know you can it has, it's, it's way more advanced than it was you know a week ago. Mm-hmm. But is it you know it's it's not an entry level Mac. I don't care if it's eight hundred dollars. That's not something that someone's going to walk into a store and 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 buy it on impulse. That's something you need to want, or or, or you need to have. Yes. 
And, um, you know, Roman gave it a great review and it, it's a, it's a, for what it is, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a good Mac. It's just, you know, Apple's consistently pushing everything this way right. and then they ignore it. Mm-hmm. You're going to tell me that Mac mini is going to be updated next year. Uh, uh-uh. no, it's three not. years from now, maybe. Yes. So that, you know, they, they, they give it to you at the front. So if you buy it now, mm-hmm. you're getting eight, an $800 computer. Fine. If you buy it next year or two years from now, then you know that value degrades, and they're not going to lower the price. But then everything else, all the Mac, the MacBook and MacBook Pro are going to be raised higher. So when you compare it, it'll look better. Yeah, um, I guess so. Th- there's two good comments on Twitter that I wanted to bring up. Okay. Um, yeah. And the first one, uh, and, and the, Jason would probably be that guy, but mm-hmm. um, Rafal Rafal uh, Rafalco says. For a hundred dollars more, you can get a MacBook Pro. Yeah. So why would any? I mean, I agree. It's that's a very they're, valid point, right? I mean, they're 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 it, it, that's the perfectly adequate comment. The the Pro has a better chip than the Air. Yeah. It's it's bigger. It's it's you know it's a little bit heavier, and that's the difference. And that's and why Apple's, you were saying the announcement of it. What is the point of this device? It's, yeah, yeah. They're, they're making it so difficult for people to choose. But wait a minute, I'm getting a half an ounce less here. Oh wait, this is an inch smaller, and like it's just like why are you making it? unnecessarily confusing for customers it, it's just it's it's not a good buying experience for a 13 inch or lower mac 15 inch or higher is great yeah you know you got the macbook pro all different configurations all that stuff and you know then the imac comes into play if you want that that's great but this 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 smaller format notebook is just a mess <laughs> and then the other question that uh on twitter was from joseph who is saying uh, what do you think is going to happen to the MacBook line now? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, what I would like to see is that they they release a, a 999 MacBook. Same here. Yeah. That you know gets rid of that that overpriced, underpowered Air, gets rid of the <laughs> underpriced, overpowered MacBook. Mm-hmm. Give me give me a 999 12 inch MacBook with whatever specs need to be in there to get to get me to that price. A twelve hundred dollar MacBook Air. And um, whatever the MacBook Pro is, thirteen hundred dollars. I mean, or make make that thirteen fifty. However you do it, mm-hmm. but have those three configurations, or make a nine 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 Air and get rid of the MacBook because they're essentially the same computer anyway. Yes, and you know, I I had you know. I'd be, I were, you know, Jason has it, and I haven't even had a chance to try out the MacBook Air. But I, I would appreciate it because I have to admit I do actually enjoy writing on the 12-inch MacBook. It's actually my favorite. It, it's you know, it seems like a yeah, very sure. nice shape. I do, you know, it, it's not as bad as you would think. But I did get kind of frustrated with that single USB-C port. But you know, since it only has an SSD, it didn't suck up power, you know, yeah. as much as the other one did. So you get, the battery would actually last a long time. So, but you know, that's the thing. In order to use something else with it, you have to plug something else in, which gets annoying. But uh, but yeah, I'd be interested in if I you know had a choice of buying one. I think I would probably get the air. But yeah, because it's, it's new. Yes, and exactly. it's cheap. It's freaking cheaper. I mean, it's it makes no sense. Yes, and give me a nine ninety nine MacBook. Like if Apple would have cut the price of the MacBook to nine ninety nine, that we wouldn't be having this conversation. It, I mean, that's all they have to do right. is make it, make it, uh, make the buying choice easier. That is the simplest. That would have been the simplest choice. Yes. I'm not mad at Apple for making a twelve hundred dollar Air. I'm not at all. I'm, I'm mad at them for unnecessarily creating confusion in the product line. Maybe right. this is this is going to go like the same route the Mac Mini and the previous MacBook Air, or I should say the old Mac Mini, um, where it's just like they have it. And it's not going to get upgraded for five years, mm-hmm. but it's just going to be listed on their site. And if you want, for whatever reason, to buy that one, 
It's there. It exists. Um, That's fine, but don't gouge people. Yes, Make exactly. It, you know, lo- lower the price. Well, I, I feel like uh, they never did that with the other ones. They just left it, and they go like, "Well, it's just there." Yeah. I mean, that's true, but they didn't release a Mac Mini Pro that was four hundred dollars and gave you better specs. I mean, they the, the Mac Mini was the Mac Mini. It was what it was. There was nothing around that price point. Mm-hmm. The Air has, or, or the MacBook and the MacBook Air and the MacBook Pro, they're all within a hundred dollars of each other. And you really have to dive deep into the specs and figure out what you want to make that decision. And it shouldn't be that complicated. Well, the other thing that's one, set, go ahead. I was just going to say one, one quick thing about the Mini that I loved in Roman's review. The, the design was both a pro and a con. Mm-hmm. And, he, and he's, he's totally <laughs> right. Because, you know, people like me wanted this, you know, this real modern, you know, like, the, like those Intel computers, something yes. completely different. But people who buy the MacBook uh, I'm sorry, the um, uh, the Mac, Mac Mini, Mini for racks, mm-hmm. they want that form factor because they could put two in there and then slide it right in. So it I, I totally right get why it's why it's both pro and con. Yeah. Wait, so what, what form factor did you want the Mac Mini to be in? I don't know. It sounds I'm like we're an changing engineer. topics. I, just wanted, I mean, let I just Apple wanted, do its thing, yeah. I wanted something super portable that I could, yeah. I mean, it, Mac Mini is super portable, but yeah. I wanted something even more mm-hmm. portable. That I could throw in, um, uh, you know, a bag and and, and, and carry around. So something that's you know revolutionary, innovative. Yeah. The Mac Mini isn't, isn't innovative anymore. And uh, yeah, that, that's a seven by seven by one point four. Yeah. Yeah, which fits if you buy a um, a rack mount made for it, you mm-hmm. can fit two in there. Perfect. It's, it's 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 the right height and it's the right shape. And that's that's basically why it is. And I understand that, but that doesn't mean I don't want something different and better and cooler. I mean, you know, at least they would, you know, had all the ports on there still. I mean, you know, four USB C, two. I think it was two USB C A. You know, the Ethernet and stuff. I mean, that's a better concession than what we've seen from some of the other. Yeah, no, it's definitely a modern mini. Yes, I'm sure, most certainly. I was actually surprised that they kept. Type A ports on it for some reason. I was like, nah, they're just going to put USB C for and a desktop. It has gotta H- have some kind of. And they gave you one. HDMI, and I was like, nah, they'll just give you one <laughs> mini Display Port, if that. And I was thinking, you just get four USB C, and that's all they're going to give you on the back. They would have. That was my prediction. Off. Oh, that that would have been bad. Yeah, I, I think for the market, it's it's tailored to what they have to have USB A. And I'm sure yeah, we'll was, see USB A on the Mac Pro when it comes yeah, out too. Oh, so. I, I, yeah, definitely. I mean, there'll be more <laughs> USB C Thunderbolt ports, but uh, they'll definitely. They, I mean, they they need to have one or two. I mean, that's the the reality of the situation. Yes, we, you know, you know, everybody's talking about how they hope that the Mac Pro is customizable, and you know, you couldn't even put. You know, the idea is that you can supposedly upgrade the memory in the Mac Mini, but I know Roman, did you did y'all have it's a chance? It's not to, easy. Yeah, it's not easy. You have to unscrew everything. You have to yeah. take off. It, well, Apple clearly yeah. doesn't really want you to do it. Mm-hmm. They want you to go into their store and. You know, yeah, well, yeah. I was with Roman, and it's definitely shrouded um, <laughs> by a piece of metal. Um, and it looks like you might have to remove the fan. Yes. So I'll be really c- curious when I fix it does like a complete teardown mm-hmm. um, to see because I think you know we didn't want to you know go as far as where you know we might not be able to put it back together because yeah. that yeah. happens. Um, so uh, if yeah. if that's a concern, then this is not an upgradable machine. Right. Exactly. <laughs> You know, the average person isn't going to be able to do that. And Apple says on its website, take it to a service place. They don't want you to, to try to do it on your own. So, yeah, yeah. But you, I mean, it's 
the 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 you know they give you the option you you can do it so at least there's that no. it's not fused to the motherboard <laughs> yeah i think that I, I mike i'm really curious to see if there's a real legitimate reason because the old one was so easy to do you literally yeah. twist off the back it was just a door yeah. but this one i'm wondering you know because it's they've upgraded you know the cpu is there a larger heat issue and like you know so that you know like the fan has to be a lot larger and so like because of that there's just not that kind of room or you know is it requiring more power now and so I mean, if that's the case then that speaks to what i wanted which was a you know an, a complete overhaul of what the mac mini is you know if they needed to if that's the case, if, if, if heat issues and fan issues and everything else, then don't give me the same design. Make it so I can upgrade it yeah. easily. Change well, it. I'm curious if you had the choice between, because like the power supply is built into the unit, mm-hmm. would you rather have like, you know, the, the power supply externally on the power cord and have like a smaller actual, um, you know, Mac mini, but then, you know, it, I should put that in quotation marks because it's using the external power supply. Or do you like the fact that it is all kind of integrated? Uh, I like the integration. I hate those big giant power bricks that we used to have. And would so, that even uh, work with the racks? You know, that people. Have? Yeah, also true. Yeah, yeah, because I think that's really what they're aiming for. You know, that's the int- because Apple usually is like, you know, we don't, you know, that's one of the big criticisms of. They're usually like, we don't care that you were getting comfortable with this design and everything. In with the new USB C yeah. and stuff like that. Here is a case in which they actually are trying to placate what they, you know, think is their audience or the, the rack people. How many people? I'm, I'm still, I'm still not buying this as like a like. Oh, we have so many people making rack. Well, I'm, that was what we said in the last eh. podcast. It was just like, here's the one group of no. people that have it. Yes. <laughs> I agree. I think it's just straight up laziness. <laughs> and that's sad. And uh, we, we shouldn't expect that from Apple. I mean, to be fair, there isn't a small PC mm-hmm. that looks as good as it. So it is the same. Mm-hmm. But can you think of a mini PC that that looks better? No. I mean, so, I mean that. Yeah. I mean, Apple always is always tops in its game per se. I mean, yeah, for a for a six or four year old, however many years old it is when they redesigned it the first time and then kept it. Yeah, you're right. It was ahead of its time and now it's still probably better than everything out there that you can get in that form factor. And, uh, yeah. And I still, uh, Space Gray but, is silver. But that's silver. what we, you know, yes. I agree. It's, it's, it's not, oh, wait, you said you like it better? No, I mean, I just think. To me, there's no difference between space gray and silver. Yeah, I agree. It doesn't matter. I mean, the space gray is fine. It's a matter of preference. But, I mean, here's the thing. Apple is generally ahead of the game. They're not looking at the landscape and saying, okay, we want to do that. Mm-hmm. They're saying that we're running this conversation. So we're going to create a Mac Mini that is just blows your mind, and then everyone's going to copy us for the next five to ten years. And that's not happening here. It's the same thing. It's better. But it's essentially the same. It's, it's it's a it's a it's a Mac Mini. It's, it's, it's with a better processor. That's basically yeah. what it comes down to. It's the same as it was when it was first introduced. The reason why it's thinner is because there's no more um, super drive. That was the difference. Wasn't that 2005? Yeah, and so yeah, it was. I, I don't remember exactly, but it was it was it's been around. It's been yeah. around for. A while. So yeah, the last refresh was 2014. So yeah, this is one of the longest you know basic form factors that Apple's had, and um, but. Uh, 
Speaking of innovation. Yeah, speaking of innovation, <laughs> yeah, Apple needs to do some innovation on its pricing structure. Uh, but, uh, you know, one of the things we, we, we've noticed, you know, we had the quarterly report last week, um, and Apple's, you know, its overall revenue reached uh, 60, uh, $62.9 billion, which was a 20% year um, boost from the year ago quarter. However, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, if you notice <laughs> that iPhone, basically, iPhone still stayed the same. So, you know. Yeah, they were, they were flat. I mean, they, it's a it's it's a quarter where they were expected to stay flat. What was amazing is that revenue went up like thirty percent. Yeah, average selling price is seven ninety three, yeah. beating sixteen six eighteen from yeah, the year ago yeah. quarter. It's you know I love Apple, but yeah, it really yeah. does seem like they're just boosting these numbers to you know. Make- but he, here's the here's the rub. Okay. Until there's blowback, until there's pushback, mm-hmm. they're going to keep doing it. You know, I don't think that they're gouging customers per se right what i think they're doing is saying we're going to spare no expense and we don't you know people are going to pay 20 percent more 30 percent more in the case of the mac mini 60 percent more because they're going to get the best possible product that we're going to put out yeah and you know i i take umbrage with that a little bit because apple as the iphone and the ipod became popular apple started to understand that we need to Yes, have this affordable luxury that they call it, mm-hmm. or someone calls it. But we're also going to give a $99 iPod. We're going to give a uh, the iPhone SE was, what, $450. Mm-hmm. They cared. They catered to people below that luxury tier. Mm-hmm. Listen, it's a privilege to be able to afford an iPhone. I'm, I'm, I'm aware of that. Mm-hmm. I'm in a position where I can walk into a store and spend $1,000 on a phone. That Not everybody can do that. Yeah. And Apple seems to be kind of forgetting yes. that – Everybody wants a Mac. Everybody wants an iPhone. Everybody wants an iPad. That's just a fact. They, mm-hmm. not, right, maybe it's not a fact, but but a lot of people want to buy these products. And Apple is with each revision is pricing out a little more of the market. And the it's, Mac, it's, Mac it's, is so far out now. I think yeah. that's, that's hard. And look at the the iPad starts at eight hundred. The iPad Pro starts at eight hundred. Mm-hmm. Yes, they have a three hundred twenty nine dollar one with pencil support. With pencil support, and it, it's a it's a great little machine. But if you want to get the new design, mm-hmm. it's going to cost you eight hundred bucks plus pencil, plus keyboard, plus maybe more storage. I mean, you're looking at fifteen hundred dollars on a friggin' iPad. I mean, come on. Yes, and that's another thing to keep in mind too. You know, if the the Mac Mini is, you know, those are the other peripherals that you got to buy too. Yeah. You know, you got to buy a monitor, you got to buy a keyboard, you got to buy a mouse, and and you know, it's going to be interesting to see uh, going forward now that they're going to stop reporting numbers yes uh they're not going to tell you how many iphones they sell how many ipads they sell and to be honest i'm surprised it took them this long okay because um no one else does that right Uh, yeah and i I, they were they were unique mm -hmm. in um telling people how many uh uh, their major products that they sold they stopped doing it with apple watch and that was kind of a uh what do they call that a canary in the coal mine to see if there was any uh a blowback and there wasn't you know people said okay fine we'll just estimate it on our own Mm -hmm. and people still understood that apple watch was selling more and more and they say those 50 percent whatever's Mm -hmm. 50 percent year over year 50 percent month over month they can give these kind of vague these these kind of vague sales figures and they're going to do the same thing with the iphone and you know so now when in the holiday quarter let's say they sell 75 million instead of 78 million as long as that revenue stream keeps going up and that average selling price, you know, the, well, we won't know that. But as, as long as the revenue keeps going up, 
no one's going to really necessarily focus on these this this minutia, and that's what Apple wants. And I, but you know that 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 is one of the things that worries me. It's just you know it's it's taking it out. I think for Apple to be a successful brand, it needs to be able to stay you know visible in front of more people, especially like Mac. That, that, that's the thing. You know, everybody's going to have an iPhone. That, that's the thing. But, you know, the wider system and stuff. Yeah. And I, you know, I actually, you know, I wish it ran games better, but, you know, I actually <laughs> love using my Mac. And uh, sure. I, it's very, you, the, the keyboard shortcuts, the integration with the actual machine, you know, all of this I find a superior experience to what I get on Windows. But, um, yeah. you know, and of course you have the privacy. And, and it's, it's not just the, the Apple Watch went up a bundle too. The yes. keyboard went up. The pencil went up. The, I mean, everything, everything across the board went up. And, you know, there may be, it's because of tariffs. Maybe it's because of cost of materials. Maybe it's because of engineering and research and development costs and marketing. I don't know. Mm -hmm. All I do know is that we're paying a hell of a lot more for these things than they were this time last year. You said it was about 20% more generally? Yeah, at least. That's, that's like, that, that's, the that's the baseline. Uh-huh. Some of them were, you know, like, like I said, the Mac Mini went up 300 bucks on a $500 device. That's 60%, man. That's a lot. I have a, I have a, I have a question. Okay. Do you think that they've done the, the number crunching, which I assume they're, they have, to be like, you know what? We, people are going to keep their devices a little longer. Maybe so. So we're, we, we can't assume we're going to sell nearly as many every year. And the only way is to really get the people who really don't care how much they're going to cost because they want to upgrade to the newest model every year or whatever. And by up by by raising the prices to these levels, that's who they know that that's the long term strategy. Because like for me, I mean, I buy a phone every four or five years. Mm -hmm. So I mean, I, I think there's some of that, but if you look at Apple's margins, mm -hmm. they're not. Like I said, they didn't up the margin to 50%. Mm -hmm. They're still making the same, you know, 28 to 33, whatever it is, percent margins on these products. They're not gouging. They're not They're yes. not raising prices just for the sake of raising prices. They're spending more on whatever they're spending more on to create these things. Mm -hmm. And yes, people are holding on to them longer because they're more expensive. And Apple, I'm sure, is very cognizant of that. Mm -hmm. But I think it more speaks to the fact that they're building more and more luxury products. Mm -hmm. Like they're not trying to say, okay, what can we do? How can we move? Maybe we should use aluminum instead of stainless steel like they did with the iPhone XR. That's becoming less of an issue. Mm -hmm. They're saying we're building the products we want to build. We're going to make it OLED. We're going to make it uh, stainless steel. We're going to make a iPad with, you know, a liquid retina and 5.9 millimeters thin and, you know, 12.9 inch screen. And we're going to charge a thousand dollars for it. And we don't care. Mm -hmm. You know, if people, people who want to buy it will buy it. That's true. And yeah, it's, you know, it's getting to the point even now where, you know, it's like I, I'd like to buy a new iPad. But yeah, yeah me too. It's, I mean, the, the original iPad, when Steve Jobs brought that original iPad on stage, we all expected it to be $7.99 and it was $4.99. Yes. And I was like, wow, like the Apple finally kind of gets shock. it. Yes. Yeah. And now they're getting back into where they were before the iPod and before all this, where people say, oh, that's really nice, but I'm not spending that. Yeah. And, you know, maybe it's a little bit of hubris because they're so big and because they're so rich and because they've so, you know, these products are so successful. Mm -hmm. So we'll see. You know, people, customers will respond. If they're too high, customers are going to stop buying them. So we'll see. We'll see how, what this time next year, what their what their numbers are, and you know, where people are with um, 
you know, with these products and whether or not these prices come down. Maybe this is a test. Yes. And maybe there is going to be going to hit a wall and people are going to say, you know what? I'm not spending eight hundred, nine hundred dollars, thousand dollars on an iPad. I'm not spending eleven hundred dollars on an iPhone. It's too much. I really believe there is a wall. And we'll see. Yeah, we will see. Yeah. But and, you know, it's wait till the Mac Pro comes out and it's like four grand. Oh, God, <laughs> that's that's terrifying. Is it more, you know, maybe um, yeah, considering the no. iMac Pro. I, the iMac Pro is five. Yes. And that that's, starts at five thousand dollars. Maybe the Mac Pro will be the same thing. We don't know. And that, that's what I'm thinking. That's really what I'm thinking. That's uh, what is five crates the, screen, though. Yeah, that's true. And but the the trash can starts at like thirty five hundred. I mean, those that's not a cheap. There's no nine ninety nine or whatever uh, two thousand dollar model of that. I don't think there is. Right. Maybe they maybe they recently changed. I don't remember. But there it's it's three thousand plus. The last time I remember looking at it. Well, well. In the meantime, I'm not going to bother with uh, three thousand exactly. Three thousand. Yes. So uh, that's a that's a high point of entry. Yeah. So in the meantime, I'm not going to bother with uh, trying to upgrade my MacBook right now because I have this eGPU. So as a reminder, we do have a giveaway here. Um, teaming up with Razor. Uh, just uh, sign up online on Macworld.com. And uh, yeah, and you have until Monday to do that. Get it once again, get an eGPU. You get a graphics card in this one as well. And then you get um, a mouse. And uh, you get that for free. So we'll do that. And uh, but uh, we have any more questions? No, I think I think a lot of good comments and people are chatting with each other. But I don't think anything. I need to. I think we can just wrap up today. All right. So yeah, we're gonna wrap this up. Uh, Roman should be back next week. We'll be back next week. Uh, on regular I have to go watch before. Samsung un- unveil their folding phone. That's right. He's gonna go you know, with the, the folding phone. How do you, how do you feel we'll, about we'll, that? We'll we'll talk about that next week. Okay. <laughs> we have no idea. I, I, I honestly don't know what to think about it yet. Um, the rumors have been very, very uh, surprisingly light. It's got to be we really know, awesome. Samsung itself has basically teased the fact that they're going to announce a folding phone today. That's about all I know about it. So um, the the one that is out there in the wild is just crazy horrible. Uh-huh. So we'll see what Samsung does. I mean, this is this is their big moment. Samsung has a tendency of innovating ahead of schedule okay. if you will I, I, for lack of a better term where they come out with something that is before everybody else but isn't quite ready for market and then three to five years later apple comes out and does it better well uh, there be a folding iphone we'll talk about that next week but um i'm curious to see what they what they do i'm not necessarily hopeful that it's going to be a industry shattering blow away product i gotta admit i know some people argue that you know that Samsung often seems to base their stuff on the leaked Apple, you know, what's in the development, you know, on, on patent I don't, stuff. I don't know about and then that, they try to right. rush it out before Apple actually does it itself. So, yeah. I don't <laughs> think so. I mean, in Samsung's defense, they, they've been, they've been working on this and teasing this for since 2014. Yes. So this, I don't think this is a reaction to anything Apple is or isn't doing. This is something they wanted to do for a while. And, you know, let's give them their, their moment. This is a big day for Samsung and the galaxy and we'll see what they, We'll see what they um, come out with. It I'm, sounds cool. I'm anxious to, to, to watch to see it. Yeah, it, it is. It is definitely. I have to admit, as far as in this this space, it's one of the most interesting ideas yeah. I've heard, and probably won't end up using it. But the, it's something that's actually like, wow! It's just we're talking about something other than cameras and everything. Yeah, right. I agree with that. It's you know we've had these candy bar rectangular slabs for ten years. Let's yeah. do something else. Come on. 
So once again, this is episode uh, 629 of the Macworld Podcast. Uh, we'll be back next week at a regular time, 10 a.m. Roman should be back with us. Uh, might have Jason, might be us again. Who knows? But uh, who knows? We're we're looking forward, uh, you know, to talking with you again. So uh, if you have anything you want to talk about in the meantime, just let us know, and uh, we'll get onto it. So once again, thank you, and we'll see you next week.